Welcome to Let's Talk Ed. And we have been talking over the last couple of episodes with Jenning Pravat about early childhood education. And we've talked about the need and we've talked a little bit about what students could expect maybe in the classroom as they're an early childhood education student. Now, one of the things I want to talk about this time, Jenning, is the lessons that you've learned uh, over your time uh, in higher ed, the things that you've taken away both from seeing other people doing things and also the lessons you're learning from, you know, the the little kids that you watch and, and how you're taking that and applying that in your own classroom. Absolutely. Um, I think the biggest thing is building relationships. Um, like in a previous episode, I talked about how it's so critically important to build a relationship with a with young children to develop that trust with them and that rapport and that bond. It's equally as same for adult learners or our young adults. Um, they need to come to the classroom and feel like that there's a connection with you and that there's trust and that they belong. And so that relationship, taking that time to build that relationship is so, so important. Um, I do a lot of that through community builders and reaching out to them and getting to know them, finding out um, just what are they like? Um, what are their interests? Um, do they have a dog? Do they have a cat? You know, just different things like that. Have they traveled anywhere? I mean, just very, you start at the very, what we call surface level, um, but then you start to dig deep. And when that you start to see when they, they trust you when they're coming to you and they're sharing their life stories with you. And you're, you're like, wow, this is awesome. And I share my life story with them. You know, I don't, I'm, I don't hold back who I am with them. And I think that's so important for helping them connect with me. Well, and one of the really neat things about community college is you can get learners from a variety of different backgrounds. And we talked about that a little bit before. You can have that, you know, 18-year-old that is fresh out of high school, getting that college experience for the first time, or you could have that 40-something-year-old that is going back to college uh, and, and changing careers and trying to bring all those people together, I think is one of the really neat things about community college, but it's a unique challenge too. Absolutely. Um, and especially in like early childhood education classrooms, uh, we do, we have those new, new students that are fresh, fresh out of high school, new to college and are like, yeah, I want to be an early childhood educator. And then, then students that have worked in the field a long time, or maybe done other things that are coming back to it and that they're older, they're 40, 44 or 32. And they're like, oh, I don't, I don't belong here. They're looking around at all these young people. And it's like, no, you absolutely belong here. And I think something that through like my, what I call my community builders is that we all have these great experiences that enrich our personal lives, but can help enrich each other's lives and find ways that we can um, learn from each other, that we all have unique experiences and that we can learn and, and grow with each other. And the more that they talk, um, the, the more learning happens. Um, I do these things called community of learning circles. Um, and so they get, they, we make a circle and 
I'm not the like I'm I step out. I'm not the facilitator. I'm not guiding the discussion. I have questions up on the board that that can they can leap in at any point and what do they want to talk about and they just start sharing experiences or what they read or how they're interpreting something um and it's just the best learning experience that I've 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 ever had I've ever experienced I learned something they learned something and hands down it's always the top of what they love about class so well, and I think, you know, as we talked a little bit about in the last episode, the the active learning and, mm-hmm. you know, the stage on the stage. But, you know, to me, that seems like a great opportunity, like with the circle that you just talked about, but also the other opportunities for the students to get together with themselves and, and do things and be very present in the classroom. Absolutely. Um, yeah, my classes are very active learning. Um, we're always dissecting information and reconstructing it and sharing knowledge and um, presenting and teaching each other. Uh, it's just, it's the, I think it's the best way to learn. Um, one of my favorite sayings, and I'm totally spacing about who said it, but uh, I think it's Dewey actually just popped into my mind. Um, we learn through our experiences and so, and then reflecting on that. So I, I have them do a lot of learning through experiences and bringing those to the table and, and they're very active, but I always ask them to reflect on things. Um, I found that is a critical thing for teachers to be able to do. So I embed it a lot in my classes. Um, they have to be able to stop and be able to look back on something they've just done and realize, did that work? Did it not work? Was it successful? Did I meet all of my students' students' needs, or am I missing something? Are they growing? Are they, you know, we're, we're constantly analyzing that information and we have to be able to reflect on it because we're the leaders in the classroom and we have to be able to be the one that tweaks things. And so I try to model that piece with my students. So kind of taking a twist on that a little bit, what are some of the things that you've learned from the little kids that that you guys work with and see regularly that now you can take back and apply in your own classroom? Uh, I think um, the joy of learning (laughs) and play, the play-based learning, um, learning should be fun. I I mean, it shouldn't have to be like you, you said, like the sage on stage. I mean, that to me sounds so mind-numbingly boring, like that I just am going to sit there and listen to somebody pour information into my head, and then I've got to go figure out how to process it and dig into it, and and I don't have any support to to do all that. Um, that that turns me off about school, and I came into teaching for that reason. Like I. Teachers come into teaching for several reasons. One, they love, they had some teacher that was just like the best teacher ever and they want to be that person for other kids. And then they have, or they have the experience that I had. I did not have a good experience with any of my teachers. Um, I can think of one that I think I liked, but I was really young. (laughs) So I don't really remember. And it was more of the stories that my mom tells me that I think she did a really great job. Um, But all, all my other teachers, I don't really remember them. I remember them just talking at me. And that's not the experience I want my students to have, nor do I want them to go out and do that to other kids. So I try, I've talked a lot about modeling. I'm a big person of modeling things. 
Um, and I talk to, I make those connections. I do a lot of thinking outside my own head to help them understand I'm doing this because this is what I would like you. This is best practices. This is what you should be doing. You know, especially with early childhood educators, three-year-olds do not have attention spans. You cannot just stage on the stage for them. <laughs> they'll be rolling around on the ground. They'll, they'll leave you. They'll, they will literally get up and walk away. <laughs> so I, uh, adults tend to do that too. They're just, they're, disengagement behavior looks a little differently. They might not get up and walk away. They just might stop coming to class. So, you know, make it fun. <laughs> keep them in class, keep them engaged um, and be aware if they're disengaging, make some edits to how you're teaching. So, well, and I think too, yeah, Sorry, that's okay. Yeah. So I think that also kind of goes to the whole idea of, of meeting your students where they're at. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you have, and to me, in order to meet them where they're at, you have to build a relationship with them. You have to understand who they are. Um, I mean, and in another episode, I talked a lot about that child development piece that my, it's a big point for early childhood educators to really understand child development and brain development, that that understanding really supports them to be effective teachers. It's the same thing for us. I have to think of human development, what's going on and what are the impacts of their lives? If I don't understand their lives and I don't, I don't need to know every little detail, but I need to have some kind of understanding of what, what they're experiencing and what's happening. And so I know how to pivot and help or scaffold and support and be able to be flexible so they can get what they need out of this experience. So learning is the key important part. Well, Jennings, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on Let's Talk Ed for our last three episodes. I hope you've enjoyed it. Yes, I have. Thank you so much. And I'm sorry we missed Zahi, but um, it was a great time spending time with you, Chris. I appreciate that. If you enjoy programs like Let's Talk Ed, be sure and subscribe to us here on YouTube. Ring the bell down below. You'll get notified when we post new content. And of course, you can find Let's Talk Ed on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well. So we'll see you next time right here on Let's Talk Ed.